Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Let there be football. 
NFL and college, the best time of the year, the fall <laughs> season. And you know what's even better? My birthday is in late September. That's right in the middle of the NFL and well, the beginning slash middle of the NFL and college football season. And it's on yes. Saturday. So guess what I want to do? Oh. Watch football at BW3 or somewhere, even in the man cave, makeshift man cave, and be left the hell alone. It's the perfect and birthday present. There's nothing better. Be, being also a fall baby myself, when yeah. your birthday falls on a Friday or on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday, there's nothing better than just relaxing, right. watching your team play. Hopefully right. they win and mm-hmm. just be left alone. Because you know the exactly. last time, you know last time my birthday was on a Sunday, it, it wasn't too pretty for my skins. But um, <laughs> let's just say the the entire restaurant had fun thanks to me. Uh, uh, that day. I tried to be quiet. I tried to be quiet until, oh, you know, a, 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 a Falcons fan decided he wanted to uh, to come at me. So, yeah. Oh, Lord, a Falcons fan at that. Hey, next time you see hey. that clown, just bring him to hashtag 28 to 3. Oh. Just bring that up to him. But you know what? It was already like bad enough. They, they, they cracked me up. Oh, yeah. But it was already bad enough because that was the year that they won, they went like five and one, six and one, and then ended yeah. up losing five straight to get knocked out of the play. Yeah, that year was already bad enough for them. But yeah, twenty eight to three, it was even yeah. worse. That's hashtag. That's my new hashtag. Twenty eight to three. When I see a Falcons fan come at me and my boys on social media, that's the new culture uh, hashtag. Twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three. I promise you that. Well, anyway, speaking <laughs> of football. Uh, you know what Josh Rosen said earlier? Like maybe it was I think it was yesterday actually, when uh, he oh, basically yeah. said that uh, I'm reading here that said in the in the in the in the interview he did with Bleacher Report he said that football and school don't go together. Just that Alabama would not be as successful if the Christmas tie would raise the SAT requirement. That may be some truth to that. They uh, said that uh, with one thing that. Been drum up lots of discussion. He said, "Quote among the thing, many things." He said, "Quote human beings don't belong in school without schedules. Being that college football players are perhaps the busiest, by far the busiest athletes on campus. I mean, mm-hmm. you have classes, obviously classes. Then you can't have anything going on in the afternoon because that's when you practice. That's when you watch film, mm-hmm. you work out, that's when you mm-hmm. train." And in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, you know, the only time you have, an athlete has, I think, is the spring to take their classes that he, he needs to, to help keep people in point. It makes you respect cats like Deshaun Watson, who graduated three and a half years. Yeah, uh, exactly. What he did, you know, to build the course load, the, the, the schedule and the discipline it took to him to do that and have a, over a 3.0 GPA at that. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, what was to make some other good points? I mean, you know, saying that uh, it's pretty much like being a football and a player in college. It's quote trying to it's trying to do both. It's like trying to do full two full time jobs. And there are guys who have no business being in school, but they're here because it's just the path of the NFL. There's no other way. Quote exactly. This is pretty interesting stuff. And you know he has so many people coming at him on, on social media, namely older white people. 
you know, basically, um, you know, Seth Greenberg, who I love from ESPN, he had some pretty arcane comments about, you know, having education, you know, going to please <sighs> blacks to like college, other college campuses to play folks, have free medical care, the best best type of life on campus, blah, blah, blah. What really stunned me, though, and I kind of expected it from, from guys like him because he's old school. He is who he is. Um, mm-hmm. No fault of his at all, but he, that's just his, his viewpoint. And what stunned me the most, though, is seeing a person like Bonnie Bernstein, who is one of the more respectable journalists in, in all of sports. I mean, she played ball at, 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 at you know, in, in neck of the woods at the University of Maryland back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, she played college basketball. And, you know, she pretty much called him a baby. I don't have the quote right in front of me, but I find it why, why, why you go unleash on folks. But basically, called, she called him a big baby. Oh, and wow. And tried to have the schedule that she had. Now, realizing that, and I found that to be ignorant because, one thing, not all people's schedules are, are, you know, are the same. And I just said mm-hmm. that football players have a more rigorous schedule than all student athletes, which really should be athlete student. Um, I was once yes. on a, uh, uh, on a, um, on a uh, Huff Post Live shindig, and one of the, and I was one, of, so I was, I, you know, I was on the panelists along with one Eton Thomas, who, nice. who, who, who tactfully, yes, who, who tactfully took me to school when it came to uh, test the premise, because my original premise was college athletes shouldn't be paid. This was like maybe four years ago. And I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen the light since then, but at the time I'm like, where are they going? Like, how are they going to clear the budget? Like, you know, I was understanding that most college companies like departments are in the red or damn near near the red. And he told me, Chef, hey, man, it's not student athlete, it's athlete student. <laughs> so, you know, you brought them for your athletic abilities, and I brought them for your academic abilities. Don't get it twisted. So, yeah. basically, you know, that's I me. Mean, so, I, I, while people have peace with what Rosen said, I agree with him. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, the fact that they spend so much of their time to school, school millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. I mean, it's just, it's just it almost seems un American. If you ask me, but you know, hey, what's in that? So, uh, so uh, what do you think of, of Mr. Rosen's comments? Well, first and foremost, it's very American um, to create as much revenue as you possibly can without or with having as little cost to yourself as possible. So that's that's, mm-hmm. that's about as American you can, as you can almost get. Is well, without calling it slavery, because of course that's not what it is. But right. Um, First and foremost, just a couple of years ago, well, Richard Sherman said the exact same thing. And if you take into consideration the fact that Richard Sherman was All-American while attending Stanford, which, of course, is yeah. not the easiest institution, one, to get into, and two, probably had a hard time. I'm not saying that, you know, he was having a hard time with, with, with his studies, but the amount of time in which he was having to split between football and, and uh, uh, education and Phil was an honor student there at, at, at Stanford. He said he wouldn't wish for the average student to have to have his schedule for just one day. Also, um, I just found it interesting that all of the responses had no, said nothing about his schedule. They didn't say that he was soft, or they just talked about the, the all of the benefits in which he received 
outside of playing right. football. They didn't even talk about right. the amount of time in which, you know, he had to practice, you know, has to be, uh, uh, has to eat, the little bit of time in which they had to study, the amount of time in which they had to travel and play and all that stuff. I found that interesting that that was not addressed. Of course, whenever right. it comes down to student-athletes and the amount of time in which they had to split between their sport and academia, I always lean on my man, uh, the professor over at the University of Maryland, uh, Kevin Blackstone, who says that, yeah. no, they're not student-athletes. They are employees of the state mm. because that's exactly mm. what they are. Um, because there's no way in the world, and this is this is this is a, me paraphrasing what he said. I've heard him say multiple times. There's no way in the world that your average student can request the amount of time off that most student athletes, especially football players, request off and expect to pass my class. There is no mm. way, and there is no one that they can get a letter from that they can actually make this request. I would almost yeah. fail them instantaneously, even if they were to. They said a member of the band who also travels almost as much as a, as a student athlete, they may not practice as much. The schedule may not be as hectic. But, but you know, they still travel with the team. But there's no way mm-hmm. that they can come in with that letter. But a football player can. Basketball player can. And, right. and it just happens to be that, you know, they had that ability to do that. They have very little bit. Of, they have very little time to, to 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 even go to class, let alone study for class. Be there when exams are given, and and, and have the ability to, to um, hopefully pass that class. It's difficult, and like you said, for a student athlete to even do it in three and a half years, that is remarkable. I don't know how they do it. You know, they they're just above and beyond. Not just three and a half, but be. An all-American athlete in the Heisman Trophy candidate. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. But you, you know, you know if you look at their uh, schedule, yeah. I'm sorry to, to, to cut you off, Scott, but you, you know, if you look at their no, schedule, no, 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 no. they're practicing in July, August, games in September, mm-hmm. October, November, December if you're good. And then for those that are still in school, you know, you're off January, February, then you've got practices in, and you got spring practice in March, and then again in April. Then you're off for the summer, and then you're right back at it in July. Right. Now, I was going to say to your point about the band members. Sure, the band members travel a lot too. Obviously, they're featured to follow the teams, the basketball, football teams. But mm-hmm. guess what? No one goes to see the band. They go to see the. They come to see the football players and basketball players. Well, not at, not, at, not at PWIs. You know, you talk about HBCUs, so that's another thing, you know. But I, I digress. I digress. You know, that's just the whole, you know, Pandora's box that that I like to talk about with that. But you're, you're absolutely right. No one, pay, how about this? no one pays to really see the band. How about that? Right. They, they, they're supposed to pay to come to see athletics, and it's the athletics that generates a lot of the revenue, especially if institutions aren't bringing in grants. A lot right. of that time, a lot of the money is coming from athletics. Um, and a lot of times, uh, 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 enrollment increases due to, due to the success of, of athletics. But, right. yeah, right. he was right, right for saying what he said. 
You know, he was completely right for saying what he said. I, I, like I said before, I just find it interesting that no one uh, came at him about his schedule, though. And, and even worse, if you're a senior or a quote-unquote graduating senior, because you still have that same schedule, but it gets rougher for you come January. Because January, right. you may have a bowl game, depending upon where you play. Then, a couple of weeks later, you have to get right back on the road and, and, and petition, if you're good enough, play at a bowl game. Play at uh, um, one of the, um, the senior bowl games. Right. Like the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl or the Senior Bowl, East West Round Bowl, so you can get looked at by, by scouts and, and all that. Then you're, you're called in potentially to the combine or whatever regional combine that you have to deal with in February. Then in March you go out to go see teams and get ready for the draft in, in, in April. So that schedule just gets worse, especially when you're trying to graduate. So you're absolutely correct. A lot of these guys are focusing solely on football. Matter of fact, even outside of academia, a lot of these guys aren't taking the opportunity to even take – Take up scholarships, not scholarships, but um, internships, because they're so focused right. on football that they're taking that time in which the average student is getting an internship to work out some more, so they can prep for the season and be better. So yes, you're right. There are football players that partially get academics or, or partially go to school. And here's a quote from Bernie Bernstein. I got it. Like I thought about you were going off on some folks. Um, so, Sorry about that, but yeah. Oh, no, 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 oh. no. It's all the same, my brother. That's why I have you on. If you were like Steph and Bueller, Bueller, I wouldn't have you asking where you knew the radio. Um, here's, here's the starting <laughs> first thing. Quote, it says, here's the deal. You don't think college and college sports mix, you either don't care about your education or you're lazy. I know. I get it. End quote. I found that that to be very Unusual for Bonnie because I thought that she would be less ignorant than to say something like yeah. that. Again, just because she played college ball, and she still looks great, by the way, but just because she played college ball uh, years ago at, at the University of Maryland, that doesn't mean that she she, she, has, she, she can speak for all things because, again, schedules are just different. I mean, college players are busy, yes. They travel a lot, yes. The football players, to me, especially now, with all the advances in training and everything mm-hmm. else, I mean, they got to go out almost every year, year round if they're not a blue chipper. And they try to exactly. hold the Because I don't know if many people know this, a scholarship is not a four-year commitment. It's year to year. If you don't yes. hold to your end of the bargain as a player, they're going to get a scholarship to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like an unguaranteed contract. That's exactly what it is. And that's something else that uh, Black and Stone likes to always point out. That is a year-to-year uh, contract. But that's, I, I, I hate to go this way on Bernstein, but let's be real. What she's doing is comparing college, women's, women's college basketball in the 80s to Division One men's college football now. And the level of competition, the level of exposure – the amount of exposure, the type of exposure, and the pressure to win on that level is completely different. Matter of fact, it's miles apart. Hell, 
it's miles apart from women's basketball in the 80s to women's basketball now because the women now, they have the ability to go pro now. So even they have to practice and play a little bit more. They have to get involved a little bit more if they're thinking about a career in women's professional basketball. So even that's different in, in this transcendence since then. So for her to say that, oh, yeah, I did it. But you know what? You're not doing it now. So don't do that. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. I mean, granted, I mean, there were people coming out there on Twitter, and, and to her credit, she, she clapped back. <laughs> like, like, clap back. Let me just see if I can find one. Okay, this guy goes by at Joe, Joe, Joe Lewis. When, she, when he told her as a quote, any idea how much the wish has ballooned since your washed up ass was in college? Oh. And yeah, he went there. Here's Bonnie Bernstein's report. Quote, any idea what a jack wagon you look like when you, read, when you don't read through a Twitter thread and spout off about a completely different topic? Laughing out LOL at jack wagon. That that that's oh. she came strong with that one. Again, I disagree with her original premise, but she came strong with that one, and and, and that's not the only one. She clapped back a lot of guys, so oh. kind of we got to come for her disrespectfully. There's one thing to disagree yeah. respectfully. There's another one just to just to just to call names and just trash her. I mean, she's one. She's a respected sports journalist, guys. I yes, mean, come on. I mean, come on. Just that's your age, much as she's guys for change. But I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty funny. Speaking of funny <laughs> and petty, you checked out the undefeated top fifty black athletes of all time, right? And I uh, saw it, but I didn't get a chance to look at it yet. So I was completely shocked by what you said. You I will be. And and, and 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 they have a feature up on 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 the undefeated dot com, and there are a lot of uh, responses to said. List because mainly mainly because it includes one Eldrick Tiger Woods on that mm. list. Um, you know, um, Michael Wilbon uh, wrote a column for the the undefeated, such for a contributing column for the undefeated, trashing that list. If any list wow. that does not include Tiger Woods as an all-time great athlete among the all-time great athletes should be disregarded. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, and I wrote a call. I wrote a rant today, a blog rant today, saying that you know, as you know, as much as I understand the reasoning behind it, which I get into momentarily, what I'm sure he's going to get into as well, of excluding one Tiger Woods, I think it's foolhardy. Because mm. I mean, hell, I can make a case for him to be in the top athlete on that list. Yeah, because he did something. That the sport of no one thought the sport of golf, golf could ever do is that it, it, well, 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 a couple of things. A big, um, big time athletic uh, apparel company and Nike created a whole new golf line just for Tiger Woods because of mm-hmm. Tiger Woods on the back of Tiger Woods. All this golf they never got to the golf game before Tiger Woods fell down there. They, it was just mainly basketball, football, I think baseball. They didn't, but they didn't, and track field, but they didn't touch stock with a 10 foot pole until Tiger Woods yeah. fell down. And, Very true. And this is what is, what is really huge. He made his success, his dominance, made black men and black boys pick up the golf club. 
and go mm-hmm. easily at, at, a, at a golf course. He, he did that. No, no other Jack Nicholas, uh, uh, um, one or two others like Chichi Rodriguez, a bunch of other people. They did not do that. I would say that because they saw a sure. guy who looked like them, even though he denied he was one of us. Uh, <laughs> but he still looked like one of us out there. He exactly. still looked like one of us. Step on golf club and dominated, and that encouraged those other kids to do the same. And to his credit, he did have some programs. I don't know if they're in the inner city or whatever, but that had high enrollment or high participation of of, of of kids of color in different golf in various golf golf camps. Um, so he did that. So and, and look, I understand why the 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 undefeated may not have included his name. I mean, after all, like I said earlier, he didn't say he was black. He never said he was black. He said he was <laughs> Cablanation. Yes. So basically, I guess the folks on the theater, like me and you and that many other people at the time, he said it in like in the, in the late nineties. Well, go ahead then. Go go get out of here then. You don't want to be one of us? Well, shit, we don't want you either. And then when he messed up with, with his wife, that ill evening or Thanksgiving evening years ago, years ago. White people mm-hmm. are like, we don't want him either. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and when he had his DUI arrest a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, guess what box he checked? Black. <laughs> <laughs> you a brother after all, man. Come on home. Oh. Come on home. But even then, though, even then, I mean, there, I, I think the undefeated shouldn't allow their pettiness. Begins a way of being, of, of just exactly common sense. You don't have a list of the greatest athletes, low or greatest black athletes, without Tiger Woods' name on it. So, True. Same on and I completely agree. I, I completely agree. Just real quick, um, just off the top of my head, out of the 50, there's a way that you can go ahead and chop that up into 10 different sports, right? So, basketball, right. football, baseball. Track and field, tennis. Um, wow, that's that's five right there. And then you can go ahead and take the other twenty-five and, and do miscellaneous with that, I guess. So what? Pro wrestling, um, if you want to be real hood about it, or just add more from those other categories. But to say that you're right. going to go ahead and forget about Tiger Woods is <laughs> it's it's it's. it's <laughs> This dude was one of the best, actually the best golfer in the world for almost a decade. That's right. You don't need him out? That's that's crazy. And I want to know who's on this list. I already saw that somebody was upset that Kobe isn't on the list. I kind of found that laughable that they actually thought that Kobe should have been on the list. He's actually on that list, though. He's not on the list. Kobe's on the list? Yes. Kobe's He's on the list? Uh, uh, you know what? He, he better be. <laughs> he better be on that list. I thought I saw a tweet that, that said, any that list, list without Kobe Bryant in the top 50 is hilarious. Like I said, I haven't seen the list yet. But oh even God. top 50, I, 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 like I said, I got to see the list before I can go ahead and say, you know what? Okay. But yeah, but no Tiger Woods. I got to look at I'm already upset with this list. Oh. I gotta look at the yeah. list now because I assume that the Mamba is on the list. You can't have a list like that without the Mamba on it. Come on. 
Oh, I'm thinking right. if he's on that list, he's probably somewhere between 35 and 50. I, I'm thinking he's pretty low on that list. That's my oh, personal my opinion. Uh, they, I guess they're doing prison the moment type 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 deals. I mean, I know that they uh-huh. gave you Subway Monkey to 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 for the fans to poll and list. Maybe they they don't they think about yeah exactly. Maybe maybe they're thinking about Kobe of the last couple of years before he retired. So come oh on. wow, come on, come on, come on. Use common sense. We use common sense with this list. He has to be on. Uh. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna check it right now. <laughs> it got me back. <laughs> I'm gonna set the phone right now. Uh, I'm here on ESPN.com and it. Okay, okay. I'm I'm about to come on in speed. Paying all this damn money for 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 broadband. Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right. Okay, hold on for a second. Let's just go here. Okay, they have only numbers ten to one. So do they have mm. the damn? Do they have the damn listening? Where do they have at least? Are you the 55? Okay. Are you the 50? Okay. Well, I'm, 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 I'm probably going to bring this up near the end. So, uh, let's see. Except more than that. Let me just click here. Okay. I can't believe it. Why would they do such a thing? All right. All right. So, let's just see. Let me just go down here. All right. Interesting. Stop tripping. Okay. Uh. Isaiah Thomas is 49. Isaiah Thomas is on the list? Isaiah wow. Thomas on the list. Earl Campbell is 48. Okay, okay. Let's, just, let's just skip ahead. Okay, hold on. I got, I got the whole list here. Tim, Tim Beckham was 50. Okay. King Griffith Jr. was 37. Off Ash was just 38. Wow. Uh, Roberto, Roberto Clemente was 40th. Uh, okay. Sasha Page was 18, which is pretty pretty decent, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh L.A. was 22nd. I, I think okay. it should be a little higher than that, but that's just me. Um, okay, Simone Biles, number eight. I get it. I, I was thinking about a gymnastics person, but number eight? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I guess for what she did at the Olympics, I mean, you can't beat that with, uh, uh, with a police stick. Uh, let's see. Will Chamberlain, wow. 26. Do they, have wow. least, do they have at least Bill Ross? Okay, they got Bill Ross at 36. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know what? Derek Jeter is 47. Mm. Damn. Um, let's see. Ernie Banks is 41. I'm, I'm hopping all over the damn place. Bobby yeah. Johnson, one of my favorite track and field people, is ranked 30, is 31st, so he's ranked ahead of Carl Lewis at 32nd. Oh. Are you also kidding me? Ranked ahead of Florence, it gets worse. Who's also ranked ahead of Florence Griffin Jordan at 33rd. <laughs> Oh wow! 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 Dude. Usain Bolt, fourteenth. Okay, I get that. Michael Jordan, right number one. I get that. Jack Russell, second. Really? Muhammad Ali, third. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with, with those. Serena Williams, the sixth. I can't argue with that. Mm. Gail Sayers, the twenty. That's pretty damn high. Over Jim mm. Brown, thirtieth. Really? What? Okay, look. Okay, so you got Stephen Curry at twenty-eighth. LeBron James, 29, and I don't see Kobe Bryant's name anywhere. I see Shaq's name is on here at 16. Uh, but I can't find Kobe Bryant on here anywhere. I can't find – first of all, on here at 34, but no Kobe Bryant. Wow. Herschel Walker wow. is on there. Wow. 
and George ahead of Bill Russell, ahead of King Griffith Jr., ahead of the great Arthur Ashe. Mm. But no Kobe Dean Bryant. Wow. Oh, God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm not feeling yeah, I'm, at the, <laughs> I'm really going to have to take a look at this list because this, is, this list is, is, number one, very sporadic. And very interesting that, right. that Seth Curry made this list. But did he make the top 100 NBA players this from a couple of years ago? Uh, yeah, I think so. He did? I, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, think he I was think top so. 50 on that list. But, well, he, you he, know. Yeah, this is, this, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's just technically uh, here since we're both pissed off. The last yeah. topic we're going to talk about is Colin Kaepernick being blackballed. So, oh. um, you know, Miami signed Jay Cutler, who they coached out of retirement for giving him 10 million reasons to do so. And you don't pay a guy $10 million to be a backup. He's going to start. No. And, and I wrote a blog post about why I thought it was a it wasn't. I didn't really crush Miami. I didn't crush Miami at all because Ted Cutler played under Gates, had his best years under under Gates when he was with them both in Chicago, and also mm-hmm. when I think they worked they, they worked together in Denver. I think Gates uh, was a quarterbacks coach in Denver under she Mike was. Shanahan. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Okay, and so Cutler had his more productive years under any type of tutelage from under Gates. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he made a Pro Bowl in Denver under Gates, and he also had one of his more consistent years, efficient years under Gates two years ago. Uh, he threw for 21 touchdowns, 11, 11 interceptions, threw for over 3,000 yards, 3,500 yards, if I'm not, not mistaken. Not, I mean, not flashy, but not terrible either. He had a, he had a pretty damn good year. And, True. But, you know, so basically, I understand Gates is thinking. You know, he's this is a guy in Cutler who knows the system inside and out. All he knows the codes and all he knows the signals and all he knows the checks and everything else that ends out of the playbook. That's the easy transition. But to have the coach to do our retirement, and first of all, you have to, if you have the coach and coach any guy out of retirement, give him, have to give him $10 million, then he still had to think about it. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play. And look, yeah. as, as much as I think Kaepernick would be an awesome fit in Miami, hell, the owner, Stephen Ross, was one of the few to actually back up Kaepernick's stance and support his stance and support any other player who took the stance, such a stance. Mm-hmm. But I can't get past what Kaepernick did when he wore that Castle T-shirt. I can't get past that. And that, you know that, what? That, 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 that really – but Miami's – Cuban American community, they weren't going to have that. No, he they weren't. Know that. He, he, yeah. he had to know that. He had to know that. I mean, it's too bad because he would have been a great fit down there. And, and again, it was tailor made for him to, to succeed. The fans wouldn't seem to care. I mean, that's the, the demographic of fans down there. If it was just about the protest, all those people of color down there, they would have welcomed him. And mm-hmm. again, Stephen Ross was one of the few, not the only owner to publicly support Kaepernick's stance and his cause. But that shirt, man, that Kaepernick shirt, that wasn't going to work in South Florida, and they knew it. So it's too bad because I think Kaepernick would have been a great fit. But it goes 
to to a bigger point, and, and, and I'll let you unleash the thing, but it goes to a greater point of owners blackballing Kaepernick because the Miami front office weren't the only ones who wanted him. Baltimore's front office wanted him, and apparently Seattle's and many other teams wanted him, but the owners mm-hmm. outside of Super Bowl, at least publicly, shot that down. But let me let you on this because you have an opinion. You have an opinion that you said was gonna that you promised was gonna be unpopular. There, I said. Oh. So the floor is yours. I'm sitting here with my popcorn. Go ahead. Well, first and first and foremost, I'm going to have to start this statement off by saying that the um, upcoming statements are those of my own and not of the Yard HBCU Sports or of the Clown Times. Any uh, rebuttal to my uh, to my comments. Please address them to my Twitter handle at Dwayne underscore Nash, no other place, please. Because what I'm about to say, I have a strange feeling a lot of people are not going to like this. First and foremost, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, do I agree with the stance that Colin Kaepernick took? Yes, I do. Do I agree with those that support him? Yes, I do. But my thing is this. I am not mm-hmm. a supporter of this boycott, and let me explain to you why. First and foremost, so playing the NFL uh-huh. is is not a right; it is a privilege. Now let's get this understood, right? There are multiple occasions in any industry where someone yeah. is going to end up getting a job who is less qualified than someone else. Is it right? No, but it happens. Just like in this situation, all of the, I like the I like the list. I love the list. I I love seeing that meme every time when it when it floats around, whichever form in which it comes out. I love that meme, listing all of the QBs that that Kaepernick is allegedly better than, and, and of course the one that throws out his stats, the stats that are uh, of course hilariously uh, 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 skewed because the one thing that they or a lot of the things that they don't like to talk about is one. His yards per game average, which is third worst in the league last year. That's something they don't like to talk about. Also, his pass percentage, which is below the league median, as well as his quarterback QBR. But let's not get that misunderstood because Jay Cutler's QBR is also below the median, but I digress. Also, Mm -hmm. one of my favorites is, of course, Colin Kaepernick's sack percentage which is next to last in the league at 9.8, where the league median is 7.1. So everyone likes to throw out there his, his touchdown and interception ratio, which is fantastic, and that's because he doesn't throw the ball a lot. But even though he doesn't throw the ball a lot, and he doesn't necessarily throw the ball deep a lot, he still has a very right. low pass percentage. So I get it. I understand why a lot of teams don't want to go ahead and take a chance on Colin Kaepernick on football bases only. And one of the things that we, they talked about even before the protest is that Colin Kaepernick has had a hard time reading defenses. Don't believe me? Look at that Super Bowl final drive and look at that final drive against the Seattle Seahawks. I understand those are two tough defenses, but look at those two drives and tell me how well he reads defenses. I digress or anything else outside of that. Okay, like I said before, you talk about the, the other two meetings that have been taking ahead of them. 
look at it from a football financial sense. We don't know exactly how much money Colin Kaepernick is asking for. He's never come out and said anything, and I actually applaud him for not doing that. But that is something that people are questioning. How much is he really asking for? Is he asking for starter money? Will he be willing to take backup money? Because if he's willing to take backup money and he's not given the opportunity, then, yes, I'm upset too. I'm still not going to protest. I'm just mm-hmm. not because, once again, a lot of times quality guys have been, quote, unquote, blackballed in this league, but yet nobody wants to protest it. Then you want to go ahead and talk about, you know, Vince Young. Oh, oh, let me, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to the examples in just a moment. I'm going to try to make this as quickly as possible. That's fine. That's fine. Because, you know, they also talk about, you know, he could have been a starter in a lot of organizations. And you're absolutely right. But does it necessarily make football sense, especially from a financial standpoint? Because a lot of those teams in which he could be a starter for, one, aren't that great. Two, really need to spend the money elsewhere outside of just the QB spot. And what's that adage that I hate so much when people say uh, defense wins championships? Right. Even though that's not necessarily the, the, the case. And I digress from really getting into that. But you're going to want to spend your money elsewhere other than just the quarterback spot, especially when you just drafted a QB, as uh, the majority of those teams have, and want to try to develop right. that guy. Instead of looking to develop a guy that's been in the league for five years that probably already has bad habits. So Mm. we've talked about the stats. We've talked about the starting situation. We've talked about the – we haven't even talked about Miami yet. The the, the fact that you've already said that, you know, the relationship with Gates, and and there's still people who are upset with that, calling it uh, white privilege. I'm sorry, I missed that one. No, the, the situation with, with Miami and Gates, there are people saying that that's, that's the, the biggest example of white privilege because of the fact that uh, a Cutler who, quote-unquote, doesn't want to play anymore, gets picked up by a coach who had his best years, which led him to getting hired by Miami in the first place. Right. Why not bring in that dude? The people do that in any industry anyway. If I'm comfortable with somebody that I've worked with in the past, and they do good work, yes, I'm bringing them over here with me because and I have I a relationship with, with them. That's yeah, so do I. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that but, there, but there are people out there that, that do, that did crush that move, and I found it to be asinine. I would have crushed that move had they actually picked up Tim Tebow or Kyle Orton, who haven't, compla- who haven't played in the league in a combined six years. That's when I would have right. crushed that move. But this move yeah. made a lot of sense even though a lot of people don't, don't, don't like to think that way. But the main thing is this. The main reason why I'm not boycotting the NFL is because of the fact that you're talking about boycotting it because you feel as though that he's not on a team yet. But you want to boycott without a plan. What is your plan? Why are you boycotting the league? And what do you think boycotting the league is going to do? Are you going to stop boycotting the league if Colin Kaepernick gets a position? Because if that's the case, then what was the point? Are you, are you really just boycotting because you feel as though that he needs to play? What about the people who believe that Robert Griffin needs to play? He's technically being blackballed. He's been worked out and is still not on the roster. What about Brittle Bob? Brittle Bob deserves a job 
as I laugh deeply inside, knowing that's not necessarily true. But still, mm-hmm. he's still yeah. good enough. He's still good enough to I start somewhere or be a backup yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but here's the thing. I think it's the perception, given the all-court size of what the stats that Kaepernick took, uh, yes. the, the, the stats he took, which we both on record agreeing with. I said at yes. the time, while well, I agree with it, I wouldn't have done that because, I, you know, not that I'm all pretty drunk or anything. I just, I just, I, I stand where I'm somewhere. That's what I do since I was a kid. Been doing since I was a kid. But I'm not mm-hmm. really much about it. But at any rate, the fact of the matter is, I, while I did, while I was uncomfortable with how he did it at first, I, I agreed with the stance. I was pressing for that stance. I think that the perception is so that while the NFL gives second and sometimes third chances to white beaters, weed smokers, drug users, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like an adult killer, and Michael Vick, that you wouldn't, that they wouldn't give a second chance to a guy. Well, even though he didn't do anything wrong, so why the second chance anyway? But that's not you know there. That they're not giving him a shot because of the stance that he took. That's the perception that many fans have, particularly yes. Fans of African American and Latino and other members of colors uh, in, in different backgrounds and whatnot, because of the stance that Kaepernick took, and that's not oh, a joke. That's that. Sometimes perception is indeed reality, and, and that's what I was going to close with, because you know you talk about players being blackballed. We could talk about T.O., who I feel as though was right. wrongfully blackballed. Yeah, you could talk about know, Vince Young, who has yeah. been blackballed. You, Tavares Jackson who I think is a great backup that can still be in the league, but who am I? Maybe I'm just rooting for him because he's an HBCU guy. But like you just said, you, 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 it's like we're picking and choosing which one, which things we're going to choose and stand on, even though there are other players that have committed crimes that also affect the black community, but yet we didn't want to boycott because those guys got opportunities. They got a chance to continue to play. And I, and I feel as though that maybe they should have been addressed a little bit harsher than what they were. First and foremost, I completely forgot about it. And thank you, Shannon Sharp, for bringing this up. Dante mm-hmm. Stallworth. Yeah. Drinking and driving killed two people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got a second opportunity. No one decided they wanted to protest that. But you know what? Even better. As Bushadi didn't didn't ask the fan base whether or not we should bring him in, he just did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So if, if it is about the protest, then shame on the owners. But if it's football wives, and there are many examples why it could be football decision, then I'm not mad mm-hmm. and I'm not going to protest. But I haven't seen a case yet where it doesn't make football sense. For me, if I was an owner, with the exception maybe of one or two teams, one being Denver and two being Houston, mm-hmm. even though Houston did make make a pick for your boy out of Clemson, where I, yeah. I think football says it would make sense to bring him in, even though I still believe Pittsburgh is another spot where he can go be a backup, especially behind Ben Roethlisberger, once again, another situation where no one decided they wanted to protest. He raped a, a young woman in the bathroom, allegedly, right. and still got an opportunity yes. to play in the league, but nobody said anything about that. But I still feel as though that Colin Kaepernick, if brought back into the league, Pittsburgh will be a perfect fit for him because he is a veteran quarterback. He plays in that style. 
and it's a team that can handle that type of of stress and coach too. in terms of, of of pressure from the media and, and, and the fan base will still support him. But like I said before, if it's football based decisions, I'm not mad. But when it's starting to show that it's not football, even though most of those cases are few and far between, that's when I get upset. But but, but everybody, it's not all about the the, the, the stance that he took. He's just not as great as everybody thinks that he is. When someone asks me, on your page nonetheless, who's better between Colin Kaepernick and and Jay Cutler, and my response was, in that system, Jay Cutler, he he almost got upset with me. Yes, he's better. He's proving he's better in that system. But, you know, I digress. I didn't come in. (laughs) You know, I I just just thought Mm. that the, the, the Miami thing, people jumping on Miami for that. And also, even jumping on Baltimore at that stage. Because in the beginning stages, they didn't know exactly how long uh, 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 Flacco was going to be out for. It was said a couple of uh, months. Then they said a couple of weeks. Then they said a couple of days. If this is a couple of days or maybe even a couple of weeks, I'm not bringing Kaepernick into that situation. I just need a camp arm. I just need somebody that's going to throw for a couple of days. Right. So, yes, I'm right. going to bring in uh, 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 a guy that, that hasn't started anywhere. I just need somebody to throw the ball. Called, right. and no disrespect to him, uh, 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 my man Simi, the, court, the former quarterback over at a This would be a camp arm over Kaepernick in that situation. I just need somebody to throw the ball. But right. I need people to go ahead and start thinking and, and, and understand that sometimes it's not – all one thing or all the other. Sometimes it's, it's part. And if you're asking me, it's 40% protest, it's, it's, it's 40% play, and it's 10% money, but 20% money, because we have no idea exactly how much money he's asking for to, to play in the league right now. That is true. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, here's the deal, though. I mean, again, I agree with what all you said. I, I agree. And but first of all, that's the best comeback I've seen and heard, rather, for the case against Kaepernick coming back and being brought into different, different situations. His yards per game, yards per mm-hmm. attempt, completion percentage. People talk about, and I've been guilty of this, just talk about 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, you know, I've I, I touched on that. And I, mm-hmm. I defended this, this, you know, his team with two and fourteen. I, I, I contended that his team just loud sucked around him. I mean, he had yeah. no little no weapons offensively. He had to do a lot of things on his own. But yeah, that 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 report, what you said about yards, what pass, what yards, pass yards per game. Mm-hmm. That that was in the completion percentage, the CBR rating. Uh, is yards per attempt. That's the best comeback I've heard as a case against Kaepernick being brought into certain situations. That's the best comeback I've heard. But having said that, I still think there are at least a couple of teams outside of Denver and Houston who could be mm-hmm. accepted services, namely the Jacksonville Jaguars, namely the New York yes. Jets. Those two uh-huh. guys have fifth. Tomato can throw on the ball. Hell, even I can complete the pass better than, than they can. And I'm 43 years old. Why yeah. not? Probably 44 you know what, Scott? 
Yeah. I, I think I think those teams have a plan. I think that well, especially with the Jets, I really believe that What's they're more? tanking on purpose. <laughs> and, and, but I don't know if they want to spend money to tank. I think they want to just go ahead and do what they do with who they got and, and, and uh. tank that way. And, and then go ahead and start to rebuild the team. I don't know if they want to go ahead tank and have that pressure of having having Colin Kaepernick there. It, but I, I agree with you. There's several teams. Uh, Chicago is one, but you know they've already made that investment in Mike Glennon. You know Jacksonville right. is one of those teams. Um, 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 yeah, so you, like, there are about seven teams that that could that could use the services. But like I said, the majority of them have already made draft picks to, to get young QBs and bring them up within their system. And and I don't think that the addition of Kaepernick, with the exception of to Denver or Houston, will make those other teams playoff contenders. That's why I'm like, why even spend that money? Just go ahead, bring in your scrubs, be bad, get your draft picks, get your money up, and, and, and whatever happens, happens. But, yeah, it, it's just – Insane, but yeah, another point with the Oscar game, and I'll I'll end it. Yeah. Uh, Kaepernick's best yards per game is still less than Jay Cutler's worst yards per game throughout his entire career in the end of season. Mm-hmm. So you pick you pick any mm-hmm. season you want for Colin Kaepernick, his best yards per game throughout the season is still worse than Jay Cutler's worst yards per game. So if you're looking for somebody to get you a lot of passing yards, that's why you take Jay Cutler, even though he doesn't take care of the ball better than Colin Kaepernick. That's the one thing that Cap does well. He does take care of the – he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. He just doesn't complete a lot of passes. Now, that can either be because he doesn't, once again, he defense as well, or the receiving core that he plays with is bad, which is also true. So you can chalk it up to both. Wow. That's the best comeback I heard. Jason Woodlock will actually be, be proud, but at least he didn't bring up that angle, of course. He brought from other silly angles, so you, 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 you I, should educate him as well, and many others too. So. Hey, you know what? I'll send him the link. I'll send him the link so they can listen to it, because I'm telling you, it ain't all yes, one please. thing, man. It's more than one thing, but nobody want to talk about it. There you go. Well said, brother. Well said. And, yeah, it is what it is, so let's keep it moving. Anyway, thanks for joining me, brother. And I'm sure no, always, you always. you probably me for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Take a light, man. That's my man, Dwayne Ash. Please check him out on Sleeves uh, Radio every Tuesday night here on Baltimore Radio as well as, as the Yard Slash HBCU Sports Blog. Wow. That's the best. Again, that's the best retort heard against the, the, the idea of Kaepernick playing again. Yards per game. Yards per attempt. QBR. And a lot of stats, folks. Anyway, thank y'all for tuning in to the Clown Out and Scott Burke signing off. Signing out, brother. Oh, six. Good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.